Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 97, Episode 5 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. It's Friday, August 30th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Oh, yes, Jack O'Brien, Mr. Hostman. Wait, 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 podcast hostman. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. That is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, Maine, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Is it trash food? Let me smell it. Put my bomb down, pack it, and clear it. It's your Okay, I don't know what the last part was. You just shoehorned in Tuscany. If you got a big bud, it wasn't big bud. A big bud. But if you okay. do have a big butt, let me search it. I mean, maybe the bud over there is peppery. Like the, yeah, uh, like the arugula. I mean, uh, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. Definitely not here. Um, <clears throat> that AKA comes to us from Nicholas Spear at Dead Neb. Dead Neb. Oh, and then next week, let's do uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is my oh, AKA. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I want Red Hot Chili Pepper AKs. Everybody, too. yeah. Let's do hit, it. Hit, Jack and I, it's going to be RHCP week. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to ning, nang, nong, nong, ning, nang, nong, nong, <laughs> ning, nang. Go, 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 Glendale. Well, that's uh, Jay Daly, but yeah. Shit, what was it? John Daly to cover. Seriously. Uh, well, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian, Mr. Dave Ross. What's, What's up? up? Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. You're finally uh, with us, with the whole crew. Because last time I think it was Iffy, right? Yeah, it was Guess you and Iffy. Things. Yep. We've never met Jack. How yeah. are you? Uh, great, man. It's I've great to you. meet you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've missed you my whole life. Uh, what, what's yeah, that song, Larry? Where have you been? Yeah. Uh, what song, Larry? What wait, what? The uh, Call Me Maybe, where it's like... I just met you and this is crazy. Here's my <laughs> number. And then um, so call me there's maybe. something about before I met you, I didn't real, realize how much I missed you or some shit like that. Oh, Anyways, great. that's how I feel about Dave. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners what we're talking about on this season finale. Uh, oh. We're going to talk about Matthew McConaughey, uh, as we always do, but he's All in right. the news, so we have an excuse. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what rich people are doing with their money, uh, whether they're just out there spending uh, or not. We're going to talk about the Democratic field uh, winnowing. We're going to talk about uh, President Trump and Fox and their rocky relationships, suddenly rocky. We're going to talk all sorts of shit about Disney+. Plus. Uh, the IP bubble, mm-hmm. uh, space crime. Space crime. You heard me, space what? crime. Fucking, what? it's happened. It's happening. D- Cross it? the Rubicon into space crime. Well, yeah, yeah. at least we have that space force going. Exactly. That's right. I knew that was for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, Dave, we like to ask our guests, what's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, man, literally the most recent thing I searched, I just looked it up, is, <laughs> is it's the phrase radioactivity shirt. And uh-huh. I, <laughs> it's literally because there's a band called Radioactivity that I like a uh, lot. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, I like a lot of, uh, uh, you know, semi-obscure punk music, sure. you know, and other stuff too. But but yeah, those bands tend to not have merch that you can buy on the internet. And right, like, right. Every now and then I'll have a like spark in my brain and be like, maybe they have one now. And I look 
No. But you search for a radioactivity shirt, and it's generally just like a biohazard logo yeah. or just like right. screenshots from Chernobyl or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on a T-shirt, which could be a shirt. Yeah, yeah. just like a melted face. Right. It's like, that guy looked directly into the core. Shouldn't have done it. That's what happened in my brain. Is I pictured the part where they like put all of the. Uh, firefighters close in the basement of the hospital oh, yeah. in Chernobyl and then they're like and it's still there to this day yeah, yeah. that's what just crazy. a picture of that on a show. oh yeah that was in the last episode right where yeah. they actually showed the abandoned hospital like yeah. this shit's still there yeah. man and are. still radioactive yeah I would recommend the band t-shirt over wearing one of a radioactive those. t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, liking music rather than being at Chernobyl. Yeah. That's a good move. <laughs> What's their vibe of uh like there's it's a punk band? Yeah, they're a punk band. I would say just sort of like straightforward punk. They're from Denton and if you know like bands that came out of Denton in the 90s share a similar sound. It's like rock and roll, half just straight out rock and roll and okay. half punk rock. All right. All Not right. whiny. Yeah, yeah, sure. But not like in your face, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like I'm tougher Threading than that you. needle. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> totally. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Look, I'm, if there's listeners out here, if you're making bootleg uh, radioactivity merch, oh uh, man, send me up. some, dude. Yeah. So there was a. I also love Chernobyl. Denton, so, Denton, Texas. Yeah. Chernobyl shirts would also be good. Yeah. Yeah, Denton, Very Texas. Cool. Yeah. Okay. They had a whole punk you know, scene. Like them and Riverboat Gamblers, and um, well, that's it, dude. RBG. <laughs> Hell yeah. RBG, the most famous RBG. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, absolutely. Uh, what Very is something punk. you think is overrated? Oh, man, I, I, I'm I so happy to be able to say this. Twitter. I'm uh, so whoa. over Twitter, man. And I'm, yeah, I'm like preaching this to everyone, everywhere. <laughs> Constantly, huh? Truly. Well, yeah, I mean, you just don't have to be on Twitter. We live in this world where, especially creatives, Think yeah. they have to be on Twitter. You got to have a Twitter account to make it. You got to do all the What's social media. You got to yeah. do yeah. You got to do stand up. You got to have a podcast. You got to be an actor. You got to do push ups. You got to rob right. banks. It's just yeah. like got to eat vegetables. Yeah, you got to do all of it, and um, and it's driving us crazy. And like, I'll never be someone that says like, if you like Twitter, if it brings you happiness or community or anything positive, do it, please. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But I know a lot of people that do it because they feel like they have to, they and they talk about how depressed it makes them and how much, yeah, they toil. Mm -hmm. And um, I can tell you as someone who's been on either side of it, it, it doesn't matter. If it makes you feel bad, it's not going to help your career. So stop right. doing it. Yeah, Pay right. attention to your mental health. Be good yeah. to yourself. Fuck well, Twitter. Yeah, at the end of the day, like <laughs> if you you yourself are not doing well, you're not going to be creating your best work yes. either. Yes. And I think that's, it, there, it's funny that you say that because, it's, this has been like a creeping trend with a lot of our guests. Like oh, really? A lot of people have been like, dude, fuck Twitter. Yeah, good. Um, and we, I think we always sort of knew that because if you don't know how to distance yourself properly from social media, like it will fuck It'll you consume up. consume you. Yeah, yeah. And there was a new a study that came out recently that was saying like social media is one of the few things that cause a user um, anxiety and like fulfillment simultaneously. Whoa. So the thing that is fucking you up is also the thing you go back to to try and feel better. Wow. And it's a very unique relationship that's very specific to social media. So I can totally see how a lot of the time, especially for comedians, it's like, yeah. you're not on fucking Twitter. What's wrong with you? Where yeah, the man. fuck are you? You're like, I don't know. I'm out here doing shows. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's funny. You know, that new season of Black Mirror that came out wasn't their best by any sort of <laughs> shot. It just almost, it was basically not good. But one of the episodes, <laughs> the one with Topher Grace was, uh, did, you, did I ever see it? No. I didn't see that one. Um, it was about like this guy uh, takes a guy hostage and is trying to get a hold of the CEO of basically Twitter. And when he gets him on the phone, he tells him 
uh, and this is a spoiler. Sorry. Uh, spoiler alert yeah. for this old it, Black, Black Mirror episode came out Topher two months Grace. ago. <laughs> right. If you're that fucking sorry, Topher skip heads ahead. out there. <laughs> skip ahead one minute. Uh, he gets the guy on the phone and he's like, you know, I was driving late at night and my wife was in the car and I was bored and tired. So I pulled my phone out and I used your app and I wasn't looking at the road and I crashed my car and it killed my wife. And I don't blame you for that. That's my fault. But I also read that these apps are designed uh, and researched uh, how to make us more and more addicted to them. Right, right, right. And, you know, there's whatever with the episode. But sure. that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't we're not reminded of that very often. Right, right. right. These are billionaires. They have so much money and they are constantly researching how to keep us in these apps. Yeah. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, fuck this. Right, right. Sure, sure. I'm being manipulated. Right. I and just you am. Take your power back. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's funny, though, because I, for whatever reason, Instagram like doesn't make me sad and I just like it. Right. <laughs> so well, I just keep doing it. So Instagram <laughs> is specifically designed by people who took a class in at Stanford that was all about like human behavioral manipulation. Uh, Twitter, I think actually started as an application for people to keep in touch at South by. And oh, then really? People, yeah. And then people found it useful during Michael Jackson's death. Uh, and that's like how it kind of had its big blow up. But that doesn't really matter because it's, you know, it just, it filled a hole in the human brain and that hole is addictive. You know? Well, right. And then you also look at sort of like trends with like dating and younger people, like more and more people just prefer to do everything through a phone now than like in right. real life yeah. socializing where you might meet somebody too. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Oh man. Uh, I'm also excited about this. Steph Tolev. Everyone needs to be a fan of Steph Tolev. She's a good friend of mine, but she's also, she's like, she's my favorite comedian in LA. And I was just talking to her yesterday. Like she's doing, you know, Fine in the sense of the L.A. comedy scene, mm -hmm. but she's been at it for so long and she is so good that she needs to be famous. OK, go follow Steph Tolev. She's a fucking incredible comic. Nice. nice. Yeah. Follow Love to her, have her where? Around in person? Or? Follow her around. She likes that. She likes okay. to be terrified uh, <laughs> and have her, you know, boundaries infiltrated. No, follow her on Twitter and Instagram. And okay. She has a monthly show called Hags that I just did. That's uh, it's like a monthly on a Tuesday. I think September. I think it's twenty fifth is the next one. It's at the Virgil, but she posts about it if you follow her. Nice. She also tours and she has an album she just put out called I'm Not Well. That's really, really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Step toilet. Uh, yeah. Is what her? Yeah. Right. She's uh, she's a big idiot. <laughs> what, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? You know what? I don't remember what I, it was at all, sure. but I would love to do pineapple on pizza. Great. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, what, so what's the myth? That pineapple tastes good on pizza. Oh, wow. wow. It just does not. It's bad. And if you like it, you're wrong. I, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. unequivocal. We, Miles, we've talked about my old sketch group, and I, when we would shoot, it was funny. Uh, every time we would shoot sketches, um, we would get pizza and the other three guys in the group would always want pineapple. And I would be like, no. And I always wanted jalapenos and they always oh. hated, dude, they didn't want, 
They, oh, they don't uh, want jalapeno. Yeah, jalapenos whoa, 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 are the whoa. best pizza topping, in my opinion. They are good. I will put my hands on them next time I see them. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they women were comedy, anti- not, I don't I mean women in comedy. The group was called Women. We were called Women. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we've had a, a few of you on. We haven't had Alan on, but we've had Jake on mm-hmm. uh, and Brett. Brett. Oh, wait, wait, what's Who his is name? Brett? No, who's Ingerbretson? What's his name? M- Matt Ingerbretson. Matt Ingerbretson. Oh, but he, he wasn't, wasn't in, in the group. Oh, he was doing uh, the other show with him. But he's in corporate, Who's a yeah. super tall dude? That's Matt Ingerbretson, and he's not in the group. Who was the guy who held the <laughs> broomstick in the boom sketch? That, that was me. Oh, that was you? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, the group yeah. was Jake Weissman, myself, Alan Strickland-Williams, and Pat Bishop, God, who also what... created Corporate with them and is the director of Corporate. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Yeah, you know, pineapple, it's funny. Like, the I first time I it. had it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. But I'm personally, I do not like sweet and savory mixed together. Me neither. It's a weird thing. I've only recently been able to navigate with certain dishes. Hmm. But, like, typically, I just did not. The pineapple was too sweet and threw everything <sighs> off. Jalapenos over pineapple every day. Uh, come into my mentions. I will fight you. Uh, but, yeah, that's just how it is. It's also like, man, you know what it, where it really gets me is pineapple mixed with dairy, man. I've like pineapple and cheese in my mouth at the same time. I don't want that to ever <laughs> happen to me again. Right. I mean, maybe wow. like a, a fro-yo or something right. in a sure. sweet context. But, sure. yeah, I shouldn't have said dairy. Dole yeah. Whip. Isn't that a thing? Dole Whip, I think, is vegan. To, oh, uh, is it? Technically. Okay. I've never even heard of Dole yeah. Whip. Yeah, you get that at uh, I love pineapple. Disneyland. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like come them both. Uh-oh. Everybody Everybody likes it. Just come out with it, Jack. You're a pineapple guy, huh? I'm fine with pineapple. Uh, One of my favorite uh, savory snacks is uh, chips and pineapple salsa from Paul Newman. Have you ever had that? No. I love. Awesome. uh, Trader Joe's has a (laughs) pineapple mango salsa that's super good. Oh. I, uh. But we're talking uh, about pizza now. We're, no, it's we're really drifting. Is we're the drifting. Cheese. And specifically for okay. me, the oh, cheese. Oh, for me, it's the marinara. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I can do that. Really? Oh, yeah. So you would eat a cheeseless pizza with pineapple on it? I don't know if I'd eat, like, pineapple-flavored marinara. Yeah, I don't know. a little odd. I think all of it doesn't That's right. I think the it's pineapple. the oregano interacting <laughs> with pineapple is when I get thrown off. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. But look, to each their own. All right. Um, cheese and fruit just... Right. You don't like cheese and fruit? Maybe I do actually. Apple <laughs> like on a plate. I don't think it's I think I think what we're learning is that it's not like you can't expand it out to yeah. like broader rules. It's just like this specific thing sucks for me. Totally. Well, yeah, yeah. that is the big thing for me. Yeah. I'm clearly the only one. It's like Miles and me and four other people, and right. then everyone else loves it for some god awful reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Look, and you know, like I said, teach their own. <laughs> but don't be offended if I'm at your pizza party and I'm like, this. this you only have yeah, and I give you the pizza. middle finger, and then well, I yeah. piss on the floor. Anybody <laughs> yeah. who makes it one of like, let's say you have three pizzas uh-huh. at your pizza party, right? Uh, now and one of them costs this. No, I'm just joking. It's not a math problem. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh wow! I was like writing damn. it down. No, I'm like, if you have three pizzas. <laughs> and you go one of them Hawaiian pizza that's even if you love Hawaiian pizza that's too much like that's wow yeah that because that's such a so, specific right. thing so what percentage of pizza I think maybe a sixth is okay so if you did half of it as a, a Hawaiian so pizza if, but, so if one out of six pizzas is pineapple you know it would be a you, good a fine. good split up would be half Hawaiian half jalapeno no I think I, I totally understand yeah, because if you're only getting three, 
right? You one of them has to be a plain cheese, plain just because, right. and then you need something for vegetarians and right. hopefully vegans, right? And then something with meat on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can't just do ham and pineapple for your right. dogs. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's okay, mean. so we've solved it. We have. <laughs> uh, Next issue. I like global to be warming. Right. Yeah, <laughs> what global percentage warming of global warming? Wow, talk about a myth. Let's yeah. do this. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Exxon hat you're wearing. Yeah, man. My dad's name is Halliburton. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hal, Hal, I, Hal Iburton. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately, we have uh, one of humanity's finest minds uh, joining the world of academia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we will have global warming solved pretty soon. Yes. Great. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is finally getting the respect <laughs> he deserves and will be a professor at UT, University of Texas. Hook them horns, man. That's Thank what God. I'm saying, man. He is- um, Finally, I'll go back to school. He's been a visiting instructor since 2015, apparently. I didn't know that. But right. now he is, uh, the Moody College of Communications uh, has now made or has now appointed him as a professor of practice to the Department of Radio, Television, Film faculty starting this fall. I don't know what the fuck that means. So will he teach acting? Well, so what he's teaching is uh, he's doing a co-teaching class called uh, Script to Screen. And it's going to be with a director and faculty member, Scott Rice. And it's basically sort of going like every stage of a film's production. Right. Which and, I'm sure oh, he's okay. been heavily yeah. involved with. In yeah. many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That'll be kind of, that's kind of tight. I mean, he's great yeah. is the thing. All right. Right. I, all yeah, right. yeah, there all it is. Right. Yeah, here he is right now. Matthew McConaughey. Wow. Somebody say pineapple. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it just seems like he's gone from someone who I thought was a joke. Totally. And he kind of is. And he's sort of a meme in his own way. But he has a lot of knowledge, too, that I would love to hear. It's funny because yes, man, yes. I when we first started talking about this, my first thought was, "What a ridiculous, what an asshole." He's a cartoon of an actor. He goes yeah. out there and he's like, "Have you ever had sex?" or whatever yeah, right. he fucking In says. A Lincoln. And then yeah, <laughs> and then as I started talking, I was like, "Nope, I love him. I yeah. love, uh, I uh, I love True Detective. Yeah. Um, True Detective. What was else? Good. Mud." Yeah, Mud, Dallas Buyers awesome. Club. Dallas Buyers Club. He was yeah. incredible. Yeah, man. Um, I yeah, I'm curious. Has he directed anything? I mean, Failure to Launch. Failure to Launch. Failure classic. Like, like, I like, lived see. at home, and he was like, <laughs> like his parents were like, "Please find." Wasn't Terry Bradshaw his dad in that movie? Oh yes. my god, I hope so. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Was I gotta see his I mean, movie. I never seen it. Failure to Launch. I fully expected Terry Bradshaw to have a huge movie career after that <laughs> film, and. Nothing. God, that would be Just cool. Still, halftime shows on Fox. Do you remember the one uh, Howie Long starring action film that came out? Firestorm. The Firestorm. Yes. yes. Is it in the commercial? Isn't he throwing a fucking axe or something like through a flame? Like I don't <laughs> yes. even know what that meant. Oh man. Speaking also of which, in Broken Arrow. He's Howie in Broken Long. Arrow. Yep. Oh, that's right. There was a, a period of time where he was like the third dude in the SEAL team or right. the. The group of generals or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so they gave him his own. Yeah. Um, speaking of that axe thing, one of my favorite- uh, Body sprays. Body sprays. <laughs> uh-huh. Man, I'm so happy that you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my favorite body sprays is axe. Right. Um, yeah, Perfect. it really helps me have a lot of sex <laughs> with women. <laughs> my secret on these online dates, axe. No, there's that. Are you familiar with the Matthew McConaughey movie? It's a dra- Reign of Fire. 
Oh, the dragon movie. Yeah, the dragon movie. Yeah, that was like a huge, they spent like- Massive flop. Over. Right. And he's like steampunk dragon writer. Right. But here's the thing about that movie, and I'm going, do you mind if I spoil some shit about this dragon movie? About Reign of Fire? Reign of Fire. Well, that allows to warn our (laughs) listeners. Right. Spoiler alert for the film Reign of Fire. I'm here to spoil things that that came out a long time ago that no one wants to see. Now, in the trailer for that movie- all the buildup in the trailer is about how they're fighting this dragon. And Matthew McConaughey is – it's all – it's set in the UK, uh, a post-apocalyptic England. Christian Bale is trying to save his little town. Uh-huh. And uh, then Matthew McConaughey has is an American general or whatever who shows up with a bunch of Americans and tanks and guns and stuff. And he's like, we're going to take down this dragon. And in the trailer, the trailer ends with, with Matthew McConaughey diving off a cliff – with axe in hand at the dragon about to axe him in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the trailer ends. And I was watching that being like, oh, dude, I'm going to see this movie. axe this fucking dragon. And then in the movie, he jumps off the cliff at the dragon and the dragon eats him. (laughs) (laughs) It's so awesome. Yeah. Also, interesting factoid, the, the name of his character, Denton. Really? Yeah, coming back to Denton huh. again. Radioactivity, oh, wow. everybody. Also, listen to that. Oh, I thought you were forget. saying because of teeth, like no, dragon no. teeth. No, no, Denton. no. Um, also, a film that we failed to talk about, Tiptoes, that never saw the light of fucking day. Right. What's Tiptoes? Gary Oldman plays like a little person. What? Yo, just search Tiptoes. It's a <laughs> oh, it's a man. film that was never released, <laughs> uh-huh. but it's about him and his brother, who's Gary Oldman, who's a little person, and like his whole family, I think. Are a little. It's it, yeah. it, it's a very bizarre film that with Kate Beckinsale, Peter Dinklage. It has an just a very big cast of people. Who you're like, they did this, right? The script must have like come with cocaine or something because the <laughs> the script. You saw it? Did you see? No, it? it's it's like a viral thing that the trailer exists and okay. you can see that on YouTube. But I, I'm sure the vid the film's out there somewhere, but I've not seen it. But the whole this is what the story the synopsis is on IMDb and if, if the language is problematic you'll have to excuse me because it was written by Earl Baker so holler at him it says two brothers a dwarf and one of typical size uh, that's just it then it's a period <laughs> okay and two then it goes <laughs> a dwarf and one of typical size period you have to read it in the voice of the trailer yeah. movie trailer when Steve's two girlfriend brothers. Carol becomes <laughs> pregnant the pair are fearful that the baby will inherit the dwarfism gene <laughs> matters are complicated still further when she finds herself falling in love with Rolf the dwarf <laughs> wow and their love is not of typical size. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Typical but, size is such an odd. I know. <laughs> this is what happens in 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Man, there is a, uh, there is, I don't think this ever came out, but I saw some episodes of a show where, and it's a real show that was shot an entire season, and I saw it because I knew the editor, and I think they maybe released it briefly somewhere once, but the show is, the exact same as the real world, except everyone who lives in the house has Down syndrome. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh yeah, what was that called? And here's the thing, is it like, I think it didn't air for, because conceptually it seems like the people on the show are being taken advantage of. The people right. who have Down syndrome, they're showing people with Down syndrome for viewers or clicks or whatever. Right. But then you watch the show and you're like, this is wonderful. Right, yeah. <laughs> There was Born a reality this show. Born yeah. This Way is yeah. what it's called? It was on okay. Oh, it yeah. was. And okay. it won a bunch of awards, actually, yeah. for being wonderful. 
Anyways, Matthew McConaughey. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if he like is really smart about film, like the the way that like Robert Redford and Clint Eastwood and uh, Ben Affleck ended up being like good directors because it's like you have to know how to make yourself look cool in movies. Early Clint Eastwood. Early Clint Eastwood, yeah. No, Not later. A, later. Nah, empty later. chair Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. That was Mostly sort of when that. he crossed the Why, Rubicon. Why? What else did he do? <laughs> uh, I love that movie where he brought the chair out and talked to it. Yeah. The RNC. Honestly. The uh, RNC is my favorite Yeah, I mean, movie. he's a good, a- he's a great actor, so he's already, I, I, unless his process is so organic where he's like, I don't know, man. I just right. live, I and then the all of a sudden, it's a yeah, movie, Yeah, and then like, man. dude, this Professor McConaughey, this doesn't help me. <laughs> right. <laughs> it turns out every movie he's ever been in is a documentary. Right. First. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and... Rich people, they know what to do with their money, right? We can, we can trust them. You mean steal it and then hoard it? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. So funny. That seems to be rich people. I like them. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> um, we all want to be rich. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, people pay attention. Like Warren Buffett, people pay attention to whatever he's doing with his money because he seems to be the guy who like always consistently outsmarts the market. So I think people are like looking to what people like him are doing with their money yeah. because of the you know warnings of possible recession times. Uh but fortunately Warren Buffett's out here just being like spend spend spend, right? He's sitting on 122 billion dollars mm. uh of like this porf- the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio and that's more than half of the value of the entire portfolio and the only time that percentage was higher was the years leading up to the 2008 financial crisis. Hmm. So like that, that's one thing. The other thing a lot of people point at that like Buffett is a huge fan of this thing called the market capitalization to GDP ratio, which essentially says I mean, like, it's not like he's the only one who's a fan of that. I yeah. mean, I'm obviously but he, a like, huge but he, fan of that. But too. they look at him, like look about how he always looks at that and sort of treats that as a barometer. Right. And that's basically says just how much, you know, like what percentage of the GDP is like the value of the stock market essentially. Okay. And it's been, you know, again, there's a lot of people talk about the inversion, yield inversion curve and all these other things pointing to like, well, the last time that happened was before this recession. So um, in it shot up to 146% um, at the peak of the dot-com bubble in 2000. And it was 137% just before the financial crisis in 2008. It's now at, well, it was in 2017, it was 154%. Wow. And it's probably going to be even higher than that since that was from 2017. So these are all things that if you look at how Warren Buffett gambles, it sounds like he's sort of waiting to see. See, this is why we have to build the wall. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. Warren yeah. Buffett knows To keep so the money in. Yeah, right. No, seriously. Jesus, And, man. you know, the other thing, too, they point out is just like the spending habits of not just like Warren Buffett, like just, I mean, he's not really a, you know, why lavish spender. He's buying fewer Egg McMuffins every yeah, morning. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. I love that about him. He knows he knows a good breakfast. Yeah. Uh, but the just in general, like rich people spending is down like across the board, except for in fashion. <laughs> but wow. uh, like luxury real estate having its worst year since the financial crisis, uh, like retailers who'd like, you know, appeal to the one percent like like Barney's filing for bankruptcy, Nordstrom posting three consecutive quarterly declines 
And then, but also now you're seeing Walmart and Target like really taking over. So a lot of the, like the more uh, value stores, discount places are doing really well while those, those bigger retailers are shrinking. Mm. And then there's another thing they said, there's a, like Pebble Beach car auctions typically have- Oh, I love the PBC. Oh, wow. You love it, huh? (laughs) Huge fan. Um, So when they, like, typically they're always just breaking records for what people are bidding on. And the most expensive cars just did not do well at all. It said less than half of the cars offered for $1 million or more uh, were able to sell. But cars priced at under 75,000 sold quickly and for like far more than like they were even estimating at these car auctions. And Mm. also for the first half of 2018, Art auction sales were down for the first time in years. How are we going to manage? Sotheby's dropped 10%. But I mean, again, the when you look of at Santa it- Fe weeps. <laughs> the top 10% of earners account for half of all consumer outlays. Huh. So that's going to stall growth, I guess, in that sense. But a this lot of people is... are saying like, there, there's a reason to look at rich people because they typically own the companies that do a lot of international business and they're moving more money around. So- that's one indicator that at least they're getting a little bit worried. It's not necessarily saying because of this, this is going to happen, but right. people aren't hitting the gas on this. Is the implication that there's some something conspiratorial about it? You know, like the rich people are talking? <laughs> well, it could be that, or they're just saying like, if if it's going like this and there, there is a recession, then we need to be very careful with our money because we don't want to just overinvest or in something yeah. and then have the economy tank and then we've lost all this money. So it's a lot of people just biding their time to just see like, what's wow, what could happen? Like, is the stock market going to change? Is this trade war that fucking Trump's got going with China? Like, how much is that going to affect things? Right. And when he's out here saying things like pretending to have calls with China about the trade war and China's like, we never had what call are you talking about? Like later, his aides were like, yeah, he was just sort of saying that to help the markets out. That's whoa. So. And the markets, like it worked, right? The markets was like, yeah, baby, we're back. And then they're like, nah, like uh Damn, Jesus that's Christ. not it. Um, yeah, I mean, the big thing that's changed, like a lot of the positive economic indicators that people have been pointing to for the past decade, really, like all of the recovery has been, you know, basically moving wealth into the top one percent of of the country. So if those people are spooked, like I feel like a lot of uh, that's probably not a good sign, right? Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. Hmm. Either way, we're bowing down to our corporate overlords. Yeah, the day. I just wonder by what. I just don't operate at that level. Like, of course, I don't financially. <laughs> sure. Like, not even fucking close. Yeah, but I'm so out here talking about splitting in- a Disney Plus fucking subscription. <laughs> yeah, totally. can you believe three dollars a month? Let's do Get it. Get in now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I'm so curious what those indicators could be, especially since so many people, so many rich people are spending less. I mean, they're just like looking at the market itself because they're interacting with yeah, and, the financial market so much. for them, their outlook is not optimistic. They're right. being very cautious because mm. I think, again, you had these tax cuts that did nothing except just concentrate more wealth at the top. Right. You have these terrible economic policies that are hurting all kinds of industries. Right. Do, do we know anything about Matthew McConaughey's spending habits oh, lately? Yeah. He just bought a new buckskin coat. Oh, wow. did so he? So I think so we're going to be fine. Yeah, we're good. With yeah. At the same time, <laughs> With a great fringe on it, with turquoise oh, beading. Oh, of course. So. Oh, that's, does he own anything else? Besides no, a buckskin more like coat, jacket buyers yeah. club, right. you know. Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> come on, come on, in. Get in or get out, man. Like me. You're supposed to laugh. Uh, Please clap. 
Yeah, I mean, he did just get a new job, though, so he can afford it. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey doesn't buy new clothes. Right. Like, I don't think he'd, like, he'd even buy, like, vintage underwear. Well, does he wear shirts when the camera isn't rolling? I did, like, when was the last time that guy put on a shirt? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the boy. paparazzi <laughs> pics always just used to be him, like, with, like, Sony Sports headphones in, yeah. running on a beach, like, yeah. and then hitting a bong in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Barney's going out of business probably only seems like big news to me because I lived in New York like when Barney's was blowing up no, or that's something. Big, that's, that's big. That's big, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a very... I would have said they would always be fine. Right. Yeah. You think so because there's always dumb rich people, right? Yeah. Are they just handbags, Barney's New York? Everything. everything. They're everything. They're but, just expensive everything. Yeah. 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 Anything yeah. that you can't... That you're like... Man, I've never seen clothes like that. It's like right. Barney's probably. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it is a weird idea to open a like super super high end uh, avant garde like fashion brand named Barney's. <laughs> Barney is like the Truly. most like it, it. I think Barney's Beanery is a better fit for <laughs> yes. that name than uh, Barney's the high fashion, uh, high end fashion line. But no, but they're just a yeah. Well, you know. They're just a retailer, though. They don't make this shit. Right. I mean, it has barn. It's also kind of how rich people operate. Right. Like, there's, um, there's a level of high-end type of restaurant that it looks very expensive inside and is definitely too expensive for me, and there's a lot of that in L.A. Right. But then you go out to Malibu, and the <laughs> restaurants there that are like, you know, like one half a meal costs $150 right. if you're lucky. Right. It's just like a field with a burnt wagon in it. And, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and the it's server so whimsical. Yeah, yeah, comes right. out and he's like, would you like your burger encased in gold? And you're like, of course I do. Yeah. I would like seven. Okay, great. <laughs> do you have a black card? No. Okay, then we'll need a blood oath from you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. We don't have forks. We throw the food at you. That'll oh, be $5,000. I, I, I love it. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the democratic field. For the 2020 election, Kirsten Gillibrand has dropped out mm-hmm. uh, and was greeted immediately by a tweet from the president saying, oh, I'm glad the Democrats never figured out she was the only one that I was afraid of. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Oh, well, cool. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he's afraid of like all women who have right. an opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's and then, afraid of everyone. And yeah, everything. that's true. Yeah. It's, yes. I don't think there's a person he's who- He's the weakest man alive. Yeah. Do God, like it me? sucks. Yeah. Do you guys like me? Did you like that joke? Please clap. Uh, and Tulsi Gabbard did not qualify for the next debate. Yep. So that's mm. and she did the real cool thing of then going on Tucker Carlson to she, complain about it. Right. Uh, She's like this is my future. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Uh, yeah. So now, <laughs> rather than having like twenty people, we finally have ten people on one fucking stage. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, so it'll be Biden, Bernie, Warren, Kamala, Buttigieg, Yang Gang, Booker, Beto. Julian Castro and Amy Klobuchar. Mm. So, Beto, it's still, it's still, it's not too late, bro. Are you a big it's Beto not? guy? No, to go to to run for Senate. I'm saying, oh, oh, I see. Oh, 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 get the see, fuck see. out, doggy. I think that about get, a lot of the people in the field. Pick up a Senate seat, bro, bro. I'm really hoping that the way that this goes down is that they've all talked, and at some point, nine of them step back and they're like them. 
Right. right. Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. Uh, but that would that's require not like thinking and coordination <laughs> right. on the well, half of the Democrats. And... If they hadn't worked for decades to be exactly right. like this. And especially right. yeah. too, like now, like the denial that the progressives like groundswell isn't a real thing. Like every day they're like, oh, fuck. Huh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, they're still there, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard for to, a minute. It's going to be hard to force Biden down their throats. Right. But we'll see. <laughs> I mean, that. but that's what's great. You'll finally see Elizabeth Warren and Biden on the same stage. Yes. And we'll see what uh, what cooks up there. But yeah. it's funny, like Biden and uh, Bernie, or I'm saying uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie have sort of been like, don't expect us to start fucking coming at each other. Right. Because we're kind of on the same wavelength. But yeah, there are like a lot of people like, is this going to be the time? Like, no, it ain't going to be it. That's funny. Man, people- I hope that's true. All the uh, right-wing Democrats, I guess, are saying that like Andrew Yang is getting shut out of media coverage. And I saw an article that was like, is Andrew Yang the next Bernie Sanders? And it's like, no, <laughs> Bernie Sanders is the next Bernie Sanders. So like he's still being like left out when people are like, Warren is surging. And it's like, so Bernie Sanders, but yeah, people just are like, yeah, but he's not going to win. So. Well, because that's the whole thing. Like, these are the two people who are like, hi, we want to upset traditional American right. capitalism. Exactly. And when you have the media is entrenched in that, and the you know, tr- like the way the government's structured now, of course they're going to act like, oh, I don't know, dude, maybe that dude's <laughs> not been in the gym doing push-ups. Right, right, right. But anyways, you do push-ups in a gym, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's where you go to. That's it, all you do. It's the only yeah. reason I have yeah. a gym membership. Yeah. In the locker room. <laughs> Right next yeah. to the old men. Nude. Uh, I get nude and quads. I do push-ups. In the shower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Naked shower push-ups. That's um, actually the name of my gym. <laughs> anyway, NSC. stop the Andrew Yang media blackout. That was trending. Well, uh, I mean, I guess in the sense that he's really like looking at problems and has has like very aggressive solutions or ideas to how to solve them, I guess puts him in, a, in that court, a kind of category of yeah. outside thinker. Uh, but look, dude. I know, I know all the gamers want their 1000 bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's not home. right-wing. That's probably not fair. But. Well, it's just because he has this weird base behind him. That's like yeah. some people from like 4chan and like other corners of the internet Whoa. that are like more <laughs> – who are just more like, I like the 1000 bucks a month thing. <laughs> what is right. this? I actually – universal basic income of like oh, that's right. That's everyone right. gets 1000 bucks a month. I want my 1000 bucks. Yeah, and they're like, well, <laughs> shit, dude. dude. Pays for games, pays for electricity, yeah. pays for a sick-ass Vizio. Uh, Does it? <laughs> I mean, if you get it at Walmart. Yeah. And don't eat. You, don't, yeah. you can't eat. And you but... live in someone else's house. Right. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the on-again, off-again relationship between President Trump and Fox, which mm-hmm. had just been, they'd been pretty hot and heavy there for a couple of years, but it seems like things are a little... I don't know, getting a little messy? I don't know. It's like, yeah, it go, it, we go in and out. Because right now he's mad. Later on, he's going to love him. Right. And they're going to do some just absurd shit to try and, like, you know, confuse people about what he's actually saying or doing. Right. And then they'll be back in bed together. But, you know, yeah. it's funny because he always has an excuse or someone to blame for all of his failings. So if it's right. the economy, it's the Fed, and it's Powell, right. and it's the fake news media that are trying to tell you this is going to be a recession <laughs> – and if it's farms, like farm country dying out, it's China. That's why I'm trying to fight them. Okay. <laughs> right. And if it's bad polls, I guess now he's like, it's Fox News. Because this was sort of like on the backs of all these polls coming out about being like, he loses to everybody, potentially right. in hypothetical matchups or whatever by 9%. Huh. Um, and now he was getting upset because he saw people like Donna Brazile and stuff on uh, on the channel and like Juan Williams and Shepard Smith, who are the few people who like, 
aren't just fully in like GOP, racist, xenophobic, like conspiracy yeah. town. Um, and he said, this is the thing he tweeted earlier this week. Just watched Fox News heavily promoting the Democrats through their DNC communications director, spewing out whatever she wanted with zero pushback by anchor Sandra Smith. Terrible considering that Fox couldn't even land a debate. The Dems give them nothing. The Dems give them okay. nothing wow. is such a like jealous boyfriend. Oh thing yeah. To say. And then yeah. what does he do for you that I can't? <laughs> oh, I swear to God, he has borderline personality disorder. Oh, oh my god. He really everything's he a team to him. Yeah. He, he just literally he doesn't think that he doesn't get that we're operating uh, in the real world. He doesn't understand that there are lives on the line, that these things affect people. All he sees right. are if you're on his team or not. He doesn't even care. He doesn't even care what his own opinion is. And you can tell. He just cares that he said a thing, and then if you disagree with that thing, you are now not on his team, and right. fuck you. And you're disloyal. Yeah. <laughs> disloyal about loyalty. He doesn't even care what he's saying at all. No, and I think that's what shows you, too, like, again, with a lot of these very wealthy people, when you operate in a world where, like, you've never needed anything or wanted anything and had everything, right. you've never, you have, like, your concept of, like, you know, uh, being poor or, like, <laughs> needing assistance is so foreign that, yeah, you can just go full steam, like, look, there's people who are balling and then the rest of them. <laughs> right. I don't right. care. And so he goes on. He called the uh, Fox like programmers hopeless and clueless for hiring Donna Brazil. Um, and then he said, they should go all the way left and I will still find a way to win. That's what I do. Win. Too bad. I don't want to win for myself. I only want to win for the people. The new Fox News is letting millions of great people down. We have to start looking for a new news outlet. Fox isn't working for us anymore. Huh. Hmm. A new huh. outlet. I think that's kind of, again, that's what everyone suspected he was doing when he was running for president was just getting his stock up so then he could, tr like, start his own, like, MAGA news network. Right. And that would have been his little cash That's pick. what he wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then now he's sort of in this. Damn, he, dude. Is it going to be Infowars? Is it going to be? Because what's, what's more right wing than, than Fox? Right. Uh, Infowars. It's going to yeah, be Infowars and Trump TV. What, yeah, if just NRA TV. Yeah, right. TV. Oh my God. Yeah. NRA TV. And Did there'll they, be documentaries about how mushroom shaped penises are actually the best for your <laughs> <laughs> Fucking three week mini doc series. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Tonight on Tiny White Hands. Yeah. I think I read. <laughs> I think I read that it went off the air or something. What? NRA TV. NRA TV. Yeah, they, yeah it, it, it's folding. Jesus. Because oh, no. there's a lot of nonsense happening. But yeah, I mean. Again, it's just this is all part and parcel of the flailing we've been seeing uh, the last few weeks, where it's like, where, what? You're lying, then you're telling people you're not. There's like one of uh one of his spokespeople was on like Chris Cuomo's show and got completely just like, he, he, like once she said like the president has never lied, just said something about that or like tried to like suggest that the president's never lied. He's like, okay, this interview's over. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Wow. Huh. So you know, but hey, find that new net that new outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what that is. Just the just the president and his press office. Yeah. And it's, it's been direct. what, hundred and seventy one days, hundred and seventy two days since the last daily presidential briefing? Is that right? Yep. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yep. Damn. Because the thing what? he's replaced it with is just yelling at the media as he boards a helicopter. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. because then it's on his terms and he can pretend like he doesn't hear them. But Again, just, the most masterful thing when they were talking about like some of the anti-Semitic shit he was saying, it's like, isn't that anti-Semitic? And he's like, it's only anti-Semitic in your head. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, he is. <laughs> that's just, you know, but that's why he likes it because it's so quick. There's, it's hard to have follow-ups. It's just so scattered. And then he can just pivot. Someone asked him <laughs> right. about the, like, the global warming. He pivoted to some other thing. 
he's got to be like the only person who is or the only entity that's more easy to manipulate than Trump is the mainstream media, I feel like, because he's so needy. Like you can easily just neg him into uh, an opinion. Right. But then the media, he, you know, whatever he does, they're just they take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And Disney Plus, it's coming, guys. It's coming and November. November. It is a surprisingly good deal, I well, would say. It I depends. Mean, I don't know. <laughs> depends on what you want. Because what, Netflix is like 10 bucks or some shit right now? Yeah, eleven. I thought. Or yeah, and then if you want even more, if you want like you want more than HD, one screen, it's yeah. Well, so I think like everybody when Disney was like, and Disney's gonna have a streaming platform, we we're all like, get yeah, the fuck great. out of here, what the fuck? But yeah. now as they roll out more and more of what that content is, and for me seeing the Mandalorian trailer, I, know, I was dude. like, okay, yep, I'm in. What I'm the in. fuck are we doing? The Mandalorian, I'm getting it. Yeah, and I'm then like it. the Obi Wan series that's coming out with Ewan McGregor. There's gonna be a She-Hulk series. There's like a lot of things. I'm like, fuck, that's right. You get Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Not to mention everything that's already been made right. in those studios exactly. or those all IP. that IP, as it were. Yes. Uh, but they are really they're like going all in now because they're offering people basically saying, like, hey, if you buy three years up front, we'll give it to you for three dollars and ninety-two cents a month. So essentially. If you if you uh, get it regularly, it's seven dollars a month. But with this deal, you pay one hundred forty bucks or like a little over one hundred forty dollars, and you get three years of it up front. Wow! So yeah, it's like the reverse layaway. Probably thing. just do it. Yeah. yeah, or you know, like go in with a group of people. You know what I mean? One hundred forty bucks. Wait share a that login. second here, Miles. Yep, that's <laughs> that right. Seems... I'm a fucking striminal, yeah, as the industry okay. calls me. <laughs> striminal. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's the whole thing. Oh right. So if you want to do it right, originally this deal was only available to like the D twenty three like gold members, like the hardcore yardcore Disney fans. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's available for everyone for free, but you'll have to just like sign up on their website to become like a D twenty three like basic. So Number. not for free. D20. No, you don't pay anything. Yeah, but it's but not, yeah, yeah, you yeah, give up. You're your... selling yourself. But also, if you have like, a, if you've ever signed into like ESPN or something, you have an ESPN account. It's the same thing as Disney. Oh, okay. so you can just they're sort of linked uh, already. Because look, Disney fucking owns everything, y'all. Mm. Is there some? Is there a possibility of these streaming services starting to get packaged at some point? I mean, at some point, this is just going to become like cable again, right? Where you'll pay Inevitably. one service that is an umbrella where you get Netflix and Disney and HBO now or whatever. Well, but then it's hard because right. A lot of these were born out of them not wanting to be packaged together. Right. But we are now the reaching the point where we are now at critical mass where I can no longer afford all of them. I can't. Yeah. Right. We're back to like, well, yeah. if I want everything, then I'm already spending a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Or something, if you exactly. really want it at all. I Especially mean, for sports. Fuck. Yeah. There's just, there's <laughs> already too much on just like one streaming platform. Like yeah. Netflix, there's too much to keep up with, I feel like. At totally. I, there, when, the originals come out way too fast now. Right. And I'm like so behind. And then it ha- that thing happens where I'm like, like you just give up in the middle of a race because everyone's so far ahead of you. And you're yeah. Like, Dude, actually, fuck it, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, is Wormwood, is that good? Fucking whatever. <laughs> oh, Wormwood's the- great, man. That's is it really? Gotta listen. <laughs> I don't know. But that's what you hear all the time. Like, what you haven't seen? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You ever heard Goblin's Neck? I'm like, I don't know. What the fuck is that? It's true, too. I have, like, anything. I'll Anything will get me out of a show. 
Because I'm looking for it. I'm looking right. for like like Mindhunter. I just actually finished Mindhunter, but I didn't watch it for a long time because in the pilot, there's a conversation between the male lead and the female lead that's sort of boring. And I was like, nope, fuck this. And I <laughs> yeah, no time. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. And it turned out I like it a lot. Yeah. It's gotta be patient. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, you know, uh, I'm I'm got my eye on Disney Plus though. I know. The the thing is like the Mandalorian. Also, what's that actor's name? He's so good. Um, Carl Weathers? Yeah, Carl Weathers? He's good, but is he Werner the... Herzog? <laughs> those are the He's, two faces. Those are the, the guy two faces you see. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that fucking whole just uh, cast. It's like, okay. Fucking Giancarlo Esposito's even in it. Who's that? Dude. Is it? Gus, Gus Frings from Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, yeah. And then Netflix had, do you see that trailer? There's like a fucking Comes Jesse Pinkman movie coming out? One month. They dropped the trailer on us a month out. It's aggr- It's too, <laughs> it's aggressive. Like I used to be able yeah. to prepare myself, but now it's just coming in thick and fast, y'all. How is incredible Walter, is, is it, it a they... Walter White joint? No, or... it's about Jesse Pinkman. Like, just straight up Pinkman? The trailer's just this guy like in an interrogation. He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, they put him in a box. And he's like, and if you want me to rat out Jesse Pinkman so you can put him in a box, I won't do it. And uh-huh. then it's like a card yeah. where it's like, oh. Seems like Jesse and Walter and Saul might all not be in it. it you never know. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh, but yeah. it's a movie about that story. They somehow shot it and kept it completely secret without anyone knowing, and now it's out in three weeks. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, man. Good on uh, – like, and that either means it's going to be good or not. Yeah. Right. Also, Ludwig Gorenson is scoring the fucking Mandalorian. Wow. The dude who did Black Panther and is like fucking works with Childish Game. Like, what the fuck, bro? It's going to be, f- it's too much. I can't wait, dude. Mandalorian is not about a Transformer that turns from man into a DeLorean, Chris. <laughs> no. It is now. <laughs> What's right there? Hey, who are you? Bumblebee. Well, you, you Optimus Prime. What about you? Mandalorian. <laughs> Sick, bro. I think I already get what you do. Truck guy. Yeah. Truck <laughs> robot guy. Truck daddy. <laughs> um, Dude, man, man, DeLorean. Fantastic. All right. So, 2019, you might have noticed there were a couple of sequels that came out. Sequels, couple, prequels, refills, refills, people, weeples. Uh-huh, all the quills. Uh, yeah. Nyquil. Syracuse. <laughs> there were uh, a couple Nyquils that came out. Uh huh. But. People are speculating that this might be the beginning of the end for Hollywood. Right. Basically. Mm. The IP bubble. The as IP they call it. bubble. The Hollywood as we know it. Right. Uh, so far, 19 movies have made $100 million uh, at the US box office, and two of them were not based on previous IP. Yeah. That was us. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No. Right. That used like director cred no. basically to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. And if you like for the uninitiated, if you're out not in Hollywood, man, IP, intellectual property, man, it's all about, you know, existing ideas that are out there that they reformat and reshape to make these new things. Call it IP. Right. Um, and yeah, there it's constant. Like everything you see because Hollywood has this terrible habit of being like, great, we do the fucking huge tentpole movie. It's going to make a ton of money. But they have been doing this so much that it, we're starting to see that like this, these follow-ups are not are like losing a lot of fucking steam. A lot of steam in what way? Like being some good? of them are. Or... So for example, I mean, yeah, they're obviously the huge ones that are doing well. But like, let's talk Lego Movie Two did uh-huh. 105 million domestically, but in the 2014 like original one did 257. So right. that's you know less than half. Also, uh, Pets Two. 
they did what? Uh, $875 million worldwide in the first one. This Pets 2 just barely got over $400 million. So like you're seeing things where like, oh shit, okay, that makes sense. But it's still a ton of money. But you're seeing it starting to become diminished now. It's not the same. They're not like improving on it. And I think that's a lot of the, why everyone's pointing. It's like, well, what are you going to do? And when you look at 2020, like you got fucking Disney's putting out like Mulan and the Jungle Cruise. I don't right. know how big are they doing Mulan, a live action Mulan. Yeah, Ugh. that isn't that is completely different than like the animated version. It's like more of an action flick. Okay, but just using that story. But like Jungle Cruise, I don't know who the what's fuck's, Jungle Cruise it's based on the fucking ride. Oh man, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, hold <laughs> that amazing <laughs> face. Throw right up now. right now. No. I'm, oh, no. dude. No, no truly, it hurts me as someone who wants to make stuff. I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> So the main problem with Jurassic Park, right, is the dinosaurs. Like, uh-huh. get these dinosaurs out of here and uh-huh. just make it about a ride that breaks yeah, down. Chris Pratt Park, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> then, then so you're you saying got Jungle me. Cruise is just just take it down to having a, ride. a bus through the jungle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. No, you're right. Yeah. I can't wait for the 2023 release of Disney Parking Lot. It's oh going to be God. fucking sick. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- I know what you mean. Like for it, when you aspire to make these original things and the industry is so focused on, because again, once p- the creatives got out of the development roles at these studios, yeah. like in the eighties and the fucking accounting people and the marketing people started taking those jobs at studios, the, sh- the focus completely shifted to how the fuck are we going to just get asses in the seats and blow yeah. these box offices out versus like, you know, it's obviously there are smaller studios who are still making the good shit. But in terms of like the money, right? It's all this fucking it's this huge, huge IP temple shit, and also fucking he- Sonic the Hedgehog. You think people are gonna go out for that shit? Is that actually happening? I mean, I saw those photos, obviously, but yeah, it's coming out in twenty twenty. They had to push it back because everyone was so freaked out by, by the eyes yeah. and the hands, right? Yeah. But the eyes, <laughs> especially, the eyes? people were like, mm-hmm. "Okay, it's that they're two separate eyes, right?" Yeah, and people want one big goggle eye, one big eye, right? Like, uh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, it's like snowboarder goggle eyes is what Sonic had in the game, and they wanted it to be that in reality. I see, like that's what his eyes sort of looked like. Oh, that's right, that's sort right. Like, okay, yeah. And then they were just like beady human eyes. But he, then they gave yeah. him two yeah. two circles. How dare they? Right. Also, just in general, he had small features. They gave him like a tiny mouth. Right. Yeah. Like very. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know how. Like on the one hand. Yes, we want more original work done. Uh, on the other, Toy Story 4 was really fucking good. It was good. That's fine. I'm. Th- there are certain things I think that obviously can deliver. Right. But there are yeah. some things that are such transparently like greedy cash grabs that they just falter in that sense too. How good that one was bummed me out because <laughs> because yeah, why? it was a movie that I was like, we don't need this. Yes. Toy Story 3 was like a great ending to the whole thing. Like, and what just like focus your Pixar resources on the next like Toy franchise, Story. create a new thing. Like Wally is like such a great film. Like f- figure out what the next Wally was, and then Toy Story Four was like my favorite movie. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> I fucking loved well, it, it turns out so that if much. you're if you're gonna make a sequel, just you just have to put. You have no choice. You have to put Key and Peele in it. Right. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. then it will be good. Boom. Right. Man. Yeah. But didn't Pixar say that they're not doing any more sequels after the next Cars sequel, which is. <laughs> they have that coming up, but then other than that, it's yeah, like all originals. They were basically saying that they're gonna focus on originals. I think after That's Toy great. Story four, after Toy Story yeah, four, that was oh, like okay. okay, y'all, 
Let's get focused. Great. Because it's true. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to innovate as much when you're already just sort of expanding on an existing thing. Right. Like to, but again, there are certain things that can they do have the longevity that you can keep iterating on it, but I think also at the same time you have so many fucking people out here with amazing ideas too. Well, yeah. They're like, just fucking yes. I do think we're going to start seeing like, yeah, hopefully what happens is that it creating absolutely original IP that will happen. And uh, that will be what starts driving Hollywood. That would be great. But I'll bet you that another thing that's going to start happening is like the smash brothersing of Hollywood in general. I think we're going to start seeing movies where like Mario fights, Trump or yeah, something, exactly. you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's just, right. yeah. Like it's the T-Rex from Jurassic Park versus Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. The, it, everything well, will be alien versus those, predator. But, yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Right. Oh God. Literally every movie will be a Doritos Locos taco yeah. is my point. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. but there you're talking about a work of genius again. So I'm I don't saying. know what to, I don't know what to do about that. Uh, <laughs> you're like, huh. Wait, that Doritos would be a good movie. Locos tacos. Doritos, Doritos tacos. Taco. Doritos Locos Tacos. I mean, versus movie. Predator. <laughs> we are <laughs> versus Predator. Okay, all right, all right. I like where you're going. The Pillsbury yeah, Doughboy versus a Doritos Locos. When is Taco, Taco Bell KFC gonna be a movie? We already reviewed Flaming Hot Cheetos uh, as a movie idea and basically <laughs> greenlit it on a show earlier yeah. this week. We, because, but that's uh, a backstory. It's a backstory of how that was invented, but it's still a food movie. But you know it's funny the fiery Doritos Locos tacos being discontinued, so Taco Bell might, oh, really? might have, they're, they're, there's nine things mm. going bye bye. Oh mm. no! Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and finally let's check in uh, with outer space uh, detectives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, detectives. No, so they we might have uh, seen our first space crime. The May first have crime been. Yeah. committed in space. Yeah. By a private person. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. an astronaut on the space station, Anne McLean, she logged into her estranged wife's bank account from the fucking space station. Right. Um, and because, you know, what? what happened was like the, her first of all, her estranged wife is an ex, uh, like her, is a former Air Force intelligence officer. Right. So not somebody That's who's- That's who you want to hack. Yeah. Yeah, someone who's been like, oh yeah, I don't check anything. Right. Uh, it has to do with a computer. And well, then first called, of all, how about this couple? I know, seriously. Yeah. What a couple badass. Yeah. 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 Oh they God. show up at a party and like, oh, here they are. Fucking idiot. Right. Hey, how is fucking space, Anne? <laughs> um, but yeah, they apparently when the ex was thought something was up, contacted the bank, and then they were like, Oh, um, one of the accounts or one of the computers that accessed your account uh is from NASA. Right. And like, okay, I see what the fuck is going on. Um, Dude. <laughs> and so, you know, the whole thing is that like they were saying that she, she was saying her defense was that like, well, our even though we're estranged, our finances are still intertwined. And that's why I was in there. And they're like, no, you shouldn't have been in there. Anyway, NASA is going to investigate. Mm. Um, but if this actually was a crime, this could be the real this could be the first space crime. And now Whoa. that brings in this whole discussion now of like, what's what exactly is space law? Yeah. Is that international waters? Well, <laughs> right. They have no. But that's what they're using as precedent. Basically. Are they really? Yeah. They're like, wow. Yeah. It's they're a, like so. You know that Simpsons episode about how they're <laughs> right. able to break laws. Well, and, they say the, that aboard the International Space Station, there is a treaty that essentially says that the astronauts' country that they're the country that the astronauts from they will be governed by those laws. Right. In wow. the space station. Um, yeah. So this story, written by uh, our writer J.M. McNabb has this 
paragraph buried in it because he's talking about the fact that you might actually need laws in space. And he says, in the 90s, a Russian experiment merely simulating what it would be like to spend 110 days aboard the Mir space station led to battery sexual assault and attempted murder. What? Wait. Whoa. Yeah. One astronaut, quote, had to hide the knives in the station's kitchen because he was worried two of his colleagues would murder each other. Like, okay, we've heard about a couple that Hollywood needs to make a movie about, and we've heard about an experiment that Hollywood needs to make a movie about <laughs> yeah. immediately. Uh, fuck the next Fast and the Furious Presents yeah. movie. Oof. Uh, well, this is the thing. That, that, okay, I'm sorry. That that was not fair. Wait, you uh, love Fast and Furious. I do. Yeah. 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 Yo, take that Fuck back. the next... Uh, Toy Story? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I mean, it seems like... Did it replace Jaws 3 as your favorite movie? Uh, no, Jaws 4. Jaws 4. Um, is your, so yeah. it didn't upend that. No. Sounds like you okay. love sequels, man. I know. I know. <laughs> Rocky 4 was the first movie I saw in theaters, and uh, yeah, it formed what I think of as movies. So. Are you going to see the new Rambo? I was just oh, thinking. hell that. yeah, man. Dude, of course. Yeah. I also like that they're calling it Last Blood. I like the finality of it. Yeah. Say right. it's the last sequel. Yeah. God, I hope so. Can you imagine? Ugh. And it's was... the next one's like, for the for real Last Blood. Yeah. Right. Okay. Isn't yeah. he trying to make another uh, Rocky movie? Hey, yeah. You know, we already talked about that. Yeah. Man. That's that. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, what about Copland, too? You know what oh, I mean? Bring remember back Copland. The fucking concept was <laughs> yeah. like a uh, immigrant kid who was going down to Mexico or something right. to fight, like an angry kid. Anyway, look, shout out to Sly. As your um, prop. The thing, though, that's funny about this, all this space stuff is the they don't have an actual like agreement or treaty in place if a crime involves astronauts from two different countries. Okay. That's where they would have to, like the country would have to get together to figure out like, okay, whose laws apply in this instance? I think it's trial by combat, isn't it? At that point? <laughs> no, they haven't spelled <laughs> it out fight to the death yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what do you do? There's no, how do you, like if there was wow. a crime, a real crime between astronauts on the space station, what crime... Do you, what's an example of a crime that the U.S. laws are different than Russia's, for example? Like, what could happen? Where probably something di- to do with battery. <laughs> right. Yeah. Really, though? Hate I mean, is crimes, it, like, hate against, crime, probably. Uh, you know. I don't know. But I mean, battery assault isn't, it is illegal everywhere, I would imagine, right? Sure. It's not legal somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, I think, look, uh, any legal experts in international law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the loopholes we can exploit well, when we go yeah, to space? Okay. Oh, right. Man. I'm trying like, to oversimplify it for sure. A murder like that that's a great because like if someone commits murder, they like it's witnessed, like they have it on camera because it's done in the space station and then they have to like get away, like they have to <laughs> find out where they want to like come back into the planet. Like that Dude. would be fucking so tight. Oh. And I guess yeah, you would like the be, fugitive, but like I guess it's like yeah, re-entry. Norway. No matter what you do in Norway, the maximum sentence you can get is twenty five years in prison, maybe even twenty. I get. I know yeah. that because Burzum, the dude who burned a bunch of churches and killed the guy from the band Mayhem, just got out of prison in oh, Norway. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Well, shit. And we have the death penalty. Wow, sure. Yeah, yeah crazy. I think yeah. you know at the very least that the, the one thing that they are saying is like it would be tough because there's no way to like. Uh, isolate someone on a spacecraft like if someone yeah. did pull some shit and they're like right. okay that's it space law evoked you were going they to didn't s- build a jail into There's the no international space, space station exactly so unless they, they build space cutters <laughs> for the all my aqua team hunger force fans out there <laughs> the fugitive meets the martian 
I'm just saying. Whoa. Okay. Oh, and that scene where he jumps out of the drain pipe is him jumping out of the space station? That's right. Whoa. This absolutely needs to be a movie. Yes. Yeah, that would be really good. Yeah, like the weird space law loopholes. Because like Splashdown is always really interesting because like they don't necessarily know where you're going right. to like, land. So it's Tommy Lee Jones' character from Space Cowboys and Han Solo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Who was the... Wait, who was... Tommy Lee Jones is the one chasing Harrison Ford, right? In The Fugitive? Right. Yeah. Who was the one-armed man? Uh, just a guy. Oh, I forget his name. That was, like was a... it Eric Bogosian? No. No. I think no, it's, it wasn't. This was the only I'm thing he had done. I'm trying to think. He was like I a former Chicago mind. cop. The one-armed man? Yeah. The actor? I believe so. Oh, really? Huh. Oh. Oh, and like I that think. was his. And I don't he... remember him in anything else for sure. I just remember every, like as a kid, that was the thing I always talked about. The one-armed the man. The one-armed man. The one-armed man. Yeah. Uh, like well, Dave, it's been a pleasure having you, man. It's been a pleasure being here. Thanks, guys. Uh, where can people find you? I am Dave to the Ross on all the stuff at Dave to the Ross on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. D A V E T O T H E R O S S. You can follow me on Twitter if you want, but I just have an app that tweets for me once a day. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what does it tweet? It tweets what day is it? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna kill my Twitter account, and then I was like, ah, no, I'll just make it a dumb thing. But yeah, I'm on Instagram a lot. My website is Dave to the Also, I have an album that just came out. Hey. Uh, called The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex. And uh, it's like on all streaming stuff and you can buy digital versions of it or physical copies and all of those links uh, to buy it are at the URL sex.guns.beer. Yeah. Sex.guns.beer? Sex. Yeah. Oh, wow. fuck yeah. I saw, yeah, all the new uh, domain suffixes came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, and anything. I was like, yeah. yeah. And so I bought guns.beer and here we are. Got it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, the the actor's name was Andreas Katsoulis, and he was not a former cop. He uh, was, that he was, was an just actor. the character, professional actor. Yeah, yeah. He was a professional actor. <laughs> believe it or not, uh, a former actor on Star Trek: The Next Generation, though. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, oh, and Babylon Five. He was yeah. Gakar. Oh, so for all you course he B Five fans, <laughs> uh, Dave, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh man, look. Uh, I uh, like I said I I don't look at Twitter, but sometimes I open up my Twitter app solely to read Dan Licata's tweets. Do you guys fi- follow Dan Licata? Yes. No. Oh my god, I got you. He, he's at Dan Licata sucks. D A N L I C A T A sucks, and he's he just plays this character that is so crazy. And uh, a few days ago, he tweeted um. Bring to funny. How about bring to troops home? <laughs> He's such a dumbass, man. I love him. That's right. Uh, yeah. Oh hell yeah, pimp. Oh hell yeah. That's where yeah, people pimp. find you. Oh hell yeah, dog. dude, doggy. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, let's see. There's a couple of tweets I like from Blair Saki. Uh, when something has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh sweetie, that's a dare. <laughs> God, she's so funny. Um, every time I see someone talking on the phone in public, it's like literally, what the hell do you think you're doing? Uh, weird, because I do sometimes. I when people loud talk on the phone in public, yeah. I get I don't know. That's so, it, I, something resonated with that with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, also, shout out to uh, listener Sean Green. Uh, because he said, FYI, because um, we were talking about Amish people with Nick Vatterai yesterday. Yeah, this he said, is FYI, incredible. Amish people are insanely good at volleyball. This is not a joke. What? So somebody, <laughs> yo, if you have fucking Amish volleyball footage, hit me with a mixtape. For anyone. real? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, if you weren't going to read that, I was going to read that. That's, oh, really? Yeah, that yeah. was one thing I was like, this seems what? too good to be true. Again, yeah. IP, Wonder, right? Well, right? This is about an Amish volleyball team right. that goes to the Davis tournament. If you know anything about club volleyball for a youth, the Davis tournament, you see Davis, okay? Oh, I mean, it writes itself. You know who else was really good at volleyball? Abe Lincoln. Osama bin Laden. Oh. Is that true? Yes. Anna Hosnia's dad, and too. And Anna Hosnia's dad. Right. Love it. Really? Volleyball. Love it. Tweet I've been enjoying. Uh, at Dana Donnelly, uh, tweeted, no one. And then me trying to pretend I'm not drunk when I get into an Uber. Ha <laughs> ha, thank God you came to get me. I just want to go home and read Proust. <laughs> all that drinking stuff is not for me. <laughs> I immediately puke all over their backseat. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> Langston Kerman tweeted, uh, this is probably what getting your ass eaten feels like, but I'm too afraid to find out. And it's just that video of a turtle being spun around over and over by a, <laughs> by a thing of water. Uh, uh, that's funny. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes. where we link off to the information that we talked about as well as the song we ride out on Miles. What are we riding into this final uh, weekend just, on? Just, this is going to get your toe... Honestly, just take your fucking boots off. Because your happened. big toe will blow through your fucking boot. Holy at shit. At the fucking grooves you are about to hear. Holy fucking shit, This is a track shit, man. called Viva Africa by Dennis Fair. Oh, yeah. That and shit it's just, dude, just fucking blast this. You'll just be fucking just nodding. Just, you know, not like in a like a heroin way. Like right. head bopping. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, and I don't know what else to say. It's got good energy. It's got a, like some little African percussion. It's got a little dub sound hits. It's just got everything. You know, sax solos. Mm. Just fucking put this in your pipe, yo. Yeah. You know it's a good song when people are asking about it when he plays it in the office before the episode. And this was like a subject of like 20-minute conversation. Yeah. Uh, well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us for today. It is a long weekend, so we'll be back on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, stay safe, you guys. Have a, have a great weekend. Bye. Bye-bye.